Hey there, it's Carl. And Hannah. And we have got um, episode four of Nikto 2123 for you, The Werewolf and the Ghost Girl. Yeah, it's a pretty exciting and fun episode. I mean, stuff is actually starting to happen. Well, that's true. After the the first two of creating the team of hunters and um, building out a little bit of the world, we're now two into into action we found murders um at the douglas liquor the the four of those and the uh, mystery werewolf who did it and well obviously with this one we get the werewolf in the title so yeah you'll just have to see or hear i guess yeah and also i realize there's a little bit of ambiguity with the ghost girl because we got um uh benina's uh penny that we met last yeah. time who's a ghost girl but i'll i'll throw a little teaser here the ghost girl in the title is a different ghost girl yeah well i so. mean you'll have to listen and hear what happens yeah so so good stuff um action coming and i think that's it oh the one little note and i'll say this at the end also is we are gonna um probably skip a week or so here we are going on a little pause hiatus vacation from um podcasting for a week or so here in the summer because well it's it's the summer it's the summer yeah we we all need a a little bit of a you know vacation yeah so um in any case enjoy um episode four the werewolf and the ghost girl um Thank you for listening to House Rules, uh, Nikto 2123. Get off my filter. Not that this, uh, not that this has to this stop. Is, this is unfiltered John right here. Yeah, I turned, I turned off the filter I usually use. <laughs> Human filter has been turned off. It's raw John Dog. All these fire visual gaps. That's right. Medium. Yep. Hey, 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 hey. Here he is. Here there he is. Man of the hour. Look at that. Yep. 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 It is time to start. Maybe. 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 Theoretically. Maybe. Possibly. Maybe. Oh, yeah. oh, there he is. There he is. <laughs> He's muted, by the way. Of course I was muted. <laughs> I saw your mouth moving and I was like, oh, it's a classic Andrew. What is that thing over there? That's a bookshelf. It's our guest player. <laughs> what is that thing? I don't know if he's on the screen, or if he's not on that side of the screen of, for everybody else, but that's where he is for me. That's very Don't funny. worry about it. I'm severely worried, in fact. <laughs> It's an AI avatar. It's joining us. It's mm-hmm. the AI. It's the AI singularity. It's taken John. It's chat GTP. That's right. GPT. Whatever. It's chat. <laughs> I thought you were making a joke at first. Is this better? You prefer this one? But <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're just peeling back the layers, aren't we? Well, this is a polar bear uh, avatar. This is. It looks shockingly like the dog. <laughs> Very similar, right? It looks more like a seal, I think. It's just or a polar bear. Horrifying wow. is what it is. Seals don't have ears like I've got. 
I think, I think he's a polar time. bear. That's a very dangerous bear, by the way. Polar bears. I'm just, I'm just waiting for the next honey heist game. Oh, yeah. You got oh, to get a hat. We could all be bears again. on the screen. That's right. That would be very fun. <laughs> Twitch time for sure. <laughs> all right. Well, we played um, a couple of sessions of Monster of the Week in Nikto 2123. And um, we did some character creation. And last time we actually started a mystery. We wound up on the corner of Grand and Broadway in Oakland at a crime scene at 5.45 in the morning. And um, Matriarch Matt managed to I made so many friends. So many friends, best friends. <laughs> um, Eunice Donaldson there, um, one of the crime scene investigators who called the police because <laughs> indeed he identified you as the culprit behind the great San Francisco sewage disaster. Hey, I always love to meet a fan. Yeah. A chase and a motorcycle accident following that, which you escaped unharmed from. Oh, yeah, it did. But yeah. not the bike. Well, the, bike, the bike, not so unharmed. Yeah, I know. I, I missed an opportunity to actually inflict harm on a character. <laughs> so, yeah, bad, bad keeper that way. Mm. But um, you all did some investigating, found some things out, which you all probably want to recall as we get started. But I think the general action is that you all were heading a couple of blocks to the south and then a couple of blocks to the east. I think Penny had given P uh, Bina a clue that that's the way that the quote Wolfman had went. And so you probably have a sense of that you're heading over to a smoke shop called um, cleverly enough, the smoke, um, somewhere along Thomas L. Berkeley Way over towards the, um, the lake. But before we dive into the action, we should probably do player and character introductions and then also recap in terms of what you all remember about the mystery that you're trying to solve and things that you're thinking about. And then we will zoom on over to the the smoke um i don't know who wants to go first hannah oh okay um i'm hannah and i play uh prima 122 the uh and that i'm playing her from the monstrous playbook um and yeah she's a a little cyborg uh, Tara, why don't you go next? Since you're hey, sitting next to me. That I am in real life. IRL. <gasps> I play Matt or Matriarch. Uh, the seven and a half foot tall troll expert hacker lady with big horns and long white hair and a houseboat and an ex-motorcycle. So <laughs> an ex-motorcycle. Yeah. A motorcycle <laughs> and a pancake. Pieces of motorcycle. Need to be put back together. <laughs> what do they call it when like 
what deconstructed for the Demolition. like fancy the fa when the food gets like real fancy and they make like a deconstructed peanut butter and jelly sandwich or whatever i own a deconstructed motorcycle it's, it's actually just a, a, a 3D motorcycle puzzle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, it's like in, in, anyway, in like uh, manuals where they have those, like they have the exploded like view where all the pieces are like separated out and it shows you how they interconnect. It's like it looks like that. You have to just put it back together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what about my motorcycle buddy played by Lily? Lillian. <laughs> that's me. Oh, um, oh, that's right, Sarah. Why is there two motorcycles involved? Yeah. Well, there was only one motorcycle involved in the incident. Um, <laughs> Nina loves her motorcycle and would never put her in such a position. Um, Bina, I, whatever else. I'm Lillian. I play Bina. She rides a motorcycle. She's super cool. Um, she is a human and um, is playing the pararomantic playbook and her romance with is with the ghost Panina. Um, and what else about her? She has a baseball back, bat and wears a leather jacket and oh, yeah. is very cool. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do John next, since you are next to me on the screen. All right. I am John, and I am also uh, perhaps a polar bear and or a dog. <laughs> and I play Addison Stone, who is kind of a uh, cranky uh, uh, occult investigator uh, of weirdness. And you were wondering what we're what we're wondering about, or what we're thinking about, or we're doing that after the intros. Uh, no, actually, for Addison, I mean, we still have one more introduction. But tell me what Addison is wondering, thinking about after his exchanges with the purple-haired CSI investigator in Douglas Liquors. Yeah, well, I think I think as a group, we were we had something else as our main. Thing we were going to check on first but my per personal interest is like finding out more about that couple that were attacked uh, oh right well so yeah and i mean there isn't there isn't anything that says we have to keep the party together um and perhaps splitting <laughs> the party is less deadly in monster of the week than in D D. so um yeah if addison wants to hang out and talk with Eunice and um, and Natalie and the other the other cops at Grand and Broadway you could do that for a little while and maybe learn a bit but you know right well I was thinking also just more like general uh, research on them you know whatever public records or that kind of thing yeah um, um, which but we can we can also stick together. Reality show. Uh, yeah. Any ways in which you you want to do this or think about how how Addison wants to do things would be would be good. Um, Andrew, you want to go next? Oh, maybe we can get a cameo from Meg. 
Quake. Meg. 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 She's not feeling well right now. Oh. Um. So I am Andrew. I play Marvin Horner, the Gumshoe, the uh, the ex-cop, fried chicken corporate investigator extraordinaire. Bowling member. He goes by the code. Uh, laws must be enforced. All right. Yeah. So so Marvin there. All right. Well, what what would you folks like to do? I mean, are we ready to take a quick look at the map? Zoom on over to the smoke, or were were there other things that you wanted to do to figure out what happened with these these four murders by a werewolf up along Grand and Broadway? Um. We're doing um like a mystery campaign. Do we think it would be smart to just like review the like clues and information that yeah, we, yeah. stuff we got in our first encounter? Absolutely. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we love background noise. Background noise. This is tonight is like superb background noise already. Sorry guys. All right. <laughs> Um, I'm having some feelings right now. That's okay. We, we're going to restate our clues really quick. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to talk about background, background noise there's more. There's background noise and disasters ah. unfolding at multiple <laughs> origin points here, not just us, I think. Um, okay. Well, we had... Um, we had some kind of explosive attack yeah. from somebody identified as a werewolf. It was not a full moon. But there's no full moon. Um, it seemed to originate inside a liquor store where a couple was attacked. And then there was another couple of people outside on the street that got attacked. Were they outside? Uh, everyone in, in the liquor store? Uh, my notes show that it was a couple on the inside and then just some like, you know, kind of young kids traveling from one party to the next kind of thing uh, on the outside on the street. Um, the clerk is missing. And um, we got a little bit of information about the couple. But... Um, we don't really know anything about the clerk yet. And I can't actually remember what lead we were thinking of pursuing next as a group. Something okay. had come up we were going to go do, and I can't remember what it was at the end of last session. Bina had come back and shared that she had, oh, you know, right. done a little digging and, and thinks that it whatever i keep forgetting the cardinal directions that it's gone but right that, but it was where the where the werewolf quote unquote had gone to or something yeah and i feel like information we got was also that like we were pretty sure it wasn't like actually a werewolf but more just like some sort of hairy dude 
Um, Something, yeah. It's not clear if it's an actual transformation or just some kind of, you know, weird attire and strange weapons or something. But yeah, I think checking out wherever the the creature went would probably be a good thing to do, especially uh, while it's recent. And we are we're at like six in the morning or seven in the morning or something. Yeah, it's probably about six fifteen in the morning. I think we started the last um, episode at five forty-five in the morning, and it's probably been half an hour, maybe forty-five minutes. So between six right. fifteen, six thirty in the morning. Um, Clara, you had like a quick question. Oh, I was going to ask if you could confirm for us the location of all of the victims. Um, yes. Yeah. So indeed, the the couple which were well healed and um, this must be information, um, John, that Addison got from, from Francis, the purple haired CSI. Um, they were sort of well healed and from the Berkeley Hills, their Beamer or Mercedes was sort of parked around the corner somewhere. They had been killed in the store. And then there were two club kids that had been killed like right at the door okay. to the store. So they were outside and you all didn't really get into like, were they killed coming into the store? Were they just walking by on Grand Avenue, but they had been killed? I was in going front. to <laughs> <laughs> were, like a sweep of the crime scene, but no, there had to be cops here. <laughs> we needed a chase sequence though. So you took care of that. Happy opener, you know? Yeah. 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 So, and yeah, that's, where you are. Mm -hmm. So at this point, Matriarch is somewhere down to the south here. I'm going to do a share screen so we can all be looking at the... At all the restaurants in Oakland? Yeah, at all the restaurants, deciding where we want to, <laughs> where we want to go eat. To um, our live show. To the, but, we, <laughs> but we have to go to Hot Boys Summer? Famous chicken. Hot boy summer. Famous, world famous chicken. chicken. World famous hot boys chicken. Yeah. No, you. So you all were here on the corner of West Grand and Broadway, which is where Douglas Slickers is in twenty one twenty three. Hey, sorry. Uh, hey, hey, what's Bachizos? <laughs> where is it? <laughs> I have I've been to their little coffee shop, but not oh, to the actual geez. restaurant. They're like a Mediterranean place. <laughs> it's right near it's right near Fairyland too. So we could they, go they have good hot chocolate. I get I go and I get hot chocolate before I go to Fairyland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There we go. Awesome. All right. So, so. Matriarch is not at Fairyland, <laughs> not at not enjoying hot chocolate unless there's hot chocolate somewhere around the old Bart station around 19th Street. Because it was around there where um, she laid the motorcycle down and yes. um, ran away. So somehow there is a troll on the loose, you know, in the vicinity of 19th Street. That way, we're saying that you've eluded the cops who were the pursuing authorities you. and basically penny had said 
down Broadway and then east along Thomas Berkeley Avenue was the um, direction that the Wolfman had gone if you were pursuing that. But like I said, that's not, I mean, that is a, a course of action that um, being as pararomantic was, is guiding the party, but I am not gonna railroad you all. So you can go anywhere you would like. Oh, just railroad us a little bit. Just, <laughs> I'm, just I'm just creeping on. <laughs> Well, be, I think I think Bina would go explore that even if she's on her own. And um, yeah. sorry, John, I'm forgetting yeah, no, your character's name. But if you wanted to stay back and yeah. investigate the people, no, I, I mean I I do want to look into the couple a little bit, like in case that's some kind of a catalyst there. But it's not that I want to talk to the police about them. It's more of like just you know, public records or any mention in the press or, you know, whatever's out there that uh, we can find about them. And that can, that can be later. I think going to wherever the creature or whatever it is might be now or have been recently is a good thing to do right now. So I'm all for it. Okay, so... I guess I'm, so what's, what's happening? So it seems like Bina, is anyone else going with Bina down towards? I'm going to covertly follow Bina. Okay, gotcha. And <laughs> on the rooftops or totally are you still on a rooftop? Normal. She's a totally normal robot teenager. All right, talking a lot. She'll, 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 uh, on the, the rooftops. Yeah, we love all the background noise. Woo! Right. <laughs> yeah, nice guys. <laughs> See, but we do we don't have a wall anymore. That's the problem. Now we're in an open uh Sorry. an open uh concept living. This is the you gotta open put that wall back up. Get the contractors back. Yeah, it's just a little <laughs> distracting today, guys. Um, I mean, I'm ta I'm tailing, tailing. Okay. Oh my yeah. gosh, your tails? I'm tails. No, mm. I'm not tails from Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Absolutely not. What could you be? No. <laughs> what playbook would that be? What if we painted a Sonic the Hedgehog face or a tails face on your mask? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying you have a canvas. Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, let's I I'm I'm following you, Bina, but uh you don't know that maybe. Maybe. Okay. I'm so sneaky. and then Addison and Marvin, are you heading down with Bina? Are you yeah. okay? So hold Yeah, I think that's the best because it's more time sensitive kind of stuff. So Definitely do that now. Okay, excellent. So down Broadway, taking a left on Berkeley Way, you all end up, um, I would say, around Webster here. Um, Matriarch sticks her head out and sort of 
rejoins the group. And right over here on the map where it says port workspaces, this is not port workspaces anymore. This is a um, like a whole bunch of little shop fronts. And one of them is called um, the smoke. So it looks like a smoke shop. Um, it is closed at the moment because it is 6.15, 6.30, and let's say 6.30 in the morning. So it's closed. Um, you know, it's got sort of bars down in front of it. Um, there is across the street from it, um, it looks like there are some parcels maybe even a sleeping bag pushed up um, like in a doorway directly across from the smoke. And otherwise, you know, it is a foggy, cold November morning um, in, in Oakland with the sun sunrise probably still an hour or so away. All right. So, um, Bina, do we have any more details on what we're looking for over here, or do I need to get out the, the I don't know what, I was going to make a Ghostbusters reference, and then I blanked on the thing that they have that has the little lights. Um, I also don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> the, I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe we look not. around. Yeah, I, I, Bina doesn't really have additional information here. I don't think just that this was the creature headed off in this direction, and this was potentially their last known location. So I think we're here and we're looking around to see. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and it, well, and maybe she says that, which is like, yeah, just, I, mean, I, I just found out that they probably ended up here at this smoke shop. Um, and, you know, I think we just need to look around and see what we can find. Any, any clues here? Um, yeah. Any signs of violence or strangeness? Yeah, or repetitions yeah. from from the liquor store, like things that are similar. But it certainly looks like it wasn't broken into or or anything, at least from the outside here. Yeah. yeah. So it is, I mean, it's you've got security bars on the outside. Um there's like a little alcove where you would go I didn't in. Even to stay up later than part of, you know, like pressure faces up against the glass. And it looks like, you know, um, lava lamps and bongs and stuff inside the, inside the smoke shop. There's, I don't know, maybe there's a, a bottle or two um, like laying in where the alcove is. Um, like one of them is, I don't know, it looks like a wine bottle. One of them might be one of those like ruby red um, wine bottles that you saw um, in the, the display over at the, um, at the liquor store. 
but it doesn't look like there's, you know, anything really particularly out of place um, in in this shop. So um, you say it's like a bunch of little like shop fronts or storefronts or whatever. Um, sometimes a place like that, there's some other like way in like another access point like kind of like um like you know those shops around the avid reader and there's that kind of hallway that yeah. runs through the middle of the building maybe there's we look around see if there's like a, a way for like deliveries to be made or just you know some other access point that may have been employed yeah um, so because maybe like a bat, basically, you know, a back door may have been forced open or something. You know, the bars are still on the front, but there may have been some other kind of access that's been uh, tampered with or whatever that we could spot. Yeah. So if you look like on the map here, you see it's this long building that pretty much runs the, the length of the block. It looks like you could either go around to the west or to the east, and then it might take you back behind to an alleyway or, in fact, back to the, the park that is, is behind there. So I don't know which, which one of those directions you'd want to go, but both of those would be, would be sort of options um... for you. I'm going to, I guess I will try to the west first, since that has some street access. Okay. Yeah, so over this way mm -hmm. to the west. Yeah, go ahead. Is there a way up onto the roof of this place? Um, probably not easily. Like, if you had been running... It doesn't have to be to easily. Yeah, I've got robot. I've got mildly stretchy arms. Yeah, I could I suppose you could jump over Webster Street and I mean it feels like a I gotta do an act under pressure. Jump there. Yeah, um, I, I can act under pressure. Okay, yeah, that's, that's wanna, what that role is for. Is uh, yeah. is uh, act under pressure does what? Hold sure. on. See if you can get up is, to. Uh, do what you set out to do if I can do that. You can roll in here if you want. Uh, can I just steal some dice? I'm stealing these dice. Get your hands okay. over them. An eight. What hold plus, on, hold on. Pluses are? Uh, act under pressure plus two, so that's a 10. Hell yeah, not bad. Which means uh, on a 10 plus, you do what you set out to do. I'm up on the roof now. Okay, so you With are no one the wiser. Up on the roof. And John Addison was was heading around back. Yeah, just around the west side and around the back there, like see if there's another way into the building that shows any yeah, evidence. And there are there are basically shops along the the western wall of the place. And then when you turn to the back area, it's actually a different set of shops that sort of look out on on the park area. So there's a whole nother sort of, hmm. you know, different set of shops. It actually looks like 
some restaurants and that that feed people who like are hanging out in the park and stuff. Has anybody told Matt that we're here? Um, yeah, I said Matt joined you guys like you? along the way when you guys had turned on to out in proximity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like she had come back on and joined the group. Oh, okay. If you want, yeah, just walk out of the noise of police sirens in the distance. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, do you, so, uh, uh, Hannah, do you want to have... Um, no, I was just going to say, if nobody else is, like, doing anything immediately, pretty much going to be looking for a way into this building from the roof. Like, okay. if there's, if there's like, a skylight or something that she could just bash in and just jump in. Right. She'll do it. Get inside. And this is a, this is a three-story building, so there are shops on the first mm -hmm. floor. There's, um, offices are smaller shops up on... The, the second floor. Do you want to try to think if there's this is a read a bad situation type of thing or if we should just can we roll perception? <laughs> <laughs> Different mechanics for sure. Um, I'm actually going to say that both up top, um, Prima, you just there is definitely a skylight that mm -hmm. you could try to pry open and get in. Okay. And John Addison, there's um, there's actually probably a, like the middle of the of the north wall, the middle of the west wall, the middle of the south wall, like corridors that go in. So there are shops that face out on this building, but right. since it's really fundamentally like a block long, there are also four entranceways, like corridors that go in. So there are internal shops. And I'm gonna give you the one on the north wall, like as you're inspecting them, it's it's open, like it's it's, you know, like a security barred thing, but you push on it and it like swings open in front of Addison. And does it look like it's, I mean, before I really am touching it or anything, does it look like it's been forced open or just unlocked and not re-secured in any way? I mean, I, you must have touched it a little to get it to swing open, but it was yeah. not like crowbarred open or pride or anything. It someone didn't secure it or whatever. I mean, I, hmm. okay. But everyone else is around some other side of the building from where I am. So I'll just, I'll continue my circuit around, maybe a little more haste and okay. look for any other signs of activity. And Yeah, so on. like as far as ways in, the, the way into the building is on the north side. It's sort of the opposite side of where, where the smoke is as a, you know, Place that you were directed towards. And anyone else? I think making... Ian and I had 
Yeah. I think Matt's just hanging out with Vina. Okay, yeah, Matt, Matt and Vina. Anything that you're doing while Addison and possibly Marvin are circling around the building and unbeknownst to you, Prima is being Spider-Man on top of buildings. Um, now I have to remember what I was thinking. I think you had described something like, and maybe correct, maybe correct me if I'm wrong. Um, you described something like mm -hmm. there was like maybe like someone's like sleeping bag outside of this building or like pushed up against a corner of a wall somewhere. Was that? Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And this is actually probably across across the street. So there's a building across sort of the two lanes. Harrison breaks and goes two different directions there. Um, but I do, I know this intersection. So. Yeah, across the double divide there uh, of Harrison, like up against that building, um, there is definitely a couple of alcoves and they seem, one of them has not only a sleeping bag, but sort of like two crates, bag crates, um, maybe more like boxes um, that are in them. So yeah, um, I guess that's the description now until you go across the street. Um, yeah, I think I, Bina would be interested in going across the street and sort of seeing there, um, since we're like not necessarily seeing an immediate sign of like, human activity over here yeah perfect so you go over there and in fact um you see like gray hair um so someone is sleeping in the in the sleeping bag and it looks like i guess the things that i was describing as crates are sort of like boxes one of them like a box type of thing that would fit in you know, like a bicycle burly or whatever, but it's like two or a grocery, a grocery cart, but there are two. Like a milk crate. Yeah, well, and yeah, two, two of those sort of stacked up um, and covered with like a small tarp type of thing. So probably this person's belongings. If you're uh, gonna go chat with people, I'll, uh, probably best if you do that, but uh, I'll, I'll be, I'll be around. I'll be, I'll be close by if things get, well, I was going to say Harry, but. I think they already got Harry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's our whole problem here, Matt. <laughs> things got too Harry, but. It's uh, just, yeah. Uh, but I'll holler if I need anything. Absolutely. Yeah, no. Um, do we have like cell phones? Is that like. Phones. Yeah, well, it's 21, 23, so I would think um, so. Oh, definitely has yeah. like, all sorts of augments. She has like a brain cell phone. Old-fashioned cell phones. Vintage. 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 Well, the, so, the yeah. Pick the thing screen. up and you like push, you know, uh, symbols on the screen, you know, to dial it. I mean, who, come on. Yeah, well, the problem is finding a service provider that works. Hot Boys has bought them all. <laughs> um, but yeah, so as as you approach that, that is what you see over there. Um, 
and, and like this person is is like asleep and um as you come over um she turns and she's got like curly gray hair like all gray but like her eyes pop open and they are like these bright blue super intense eyes and she's like staring at you suddenly as you and she like step up there uh, um 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 oh i i'm sorry ma'am i didn't mean to wake you but i was wondering if you had seen anything odd across the street um maybe a couple of hours ago some sometime in the night or very early this morning um um she like looks at you and she's like Yeah, yeah, Sammy, he got all, he got all furry and he ate, he ate the people in the liquor store. Oh. I'll give you a little bit more of a description of Maggie from the book. So Maggie lives on the streets. She's dressed like an academic, but her clothing is filthy and in disrepair. Her face is wrinkled and haunted. Oh, hey, it's Marvin. Um, um, okay. Uh, yeah. So, so you, did you see what happened at the liquor store? Or did you, did you talk to him after? Can you tell me a little more? Yeah. Sammy was running. I mean, he ate those people. I never saw anything like it before. He ate them. And then he was running down here. And he ran and I lost him around the lake. I mean, I, I like Sammy. He's a good guy. But if the cops see what he did, he's going away for a long time. Yeah, we're trying to um, we're trying to figure it out before the cops do. You know, this is just so odd. We don't want them, you know, mi misinterpreting. Did Sammy work at the at the liquor shop? No, 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 no. Sammy didn't work. But Sammy didn't work. He did odd little jobs all around, but he didn't work at the liquor store. He spent a lot of time there especially now that this ruby red is out boy he's been drinking it up like a storm hmm. what is what is the ruby red is it a new brand i i'm not sure i'm familiar oh have you not seen it like all the all the liquor stores all the corner stores are starting to like sell it and it's got that that cool new like rqi label on it and it's it's like everywhere around here um well we'll we'll have to note that and see see if there's some connection um to that and you you said sammy went off around around the lake somewhere that was the last you saw of him yeah he was over like by the by the edge of of harrison there and i lost him in the park along the along the lake there. 
Okay. Um, yeah. Do you do you know if any if there was anyone else who who saw anything or or you have anything else that um, you think I should know? We're really um, my my friends and I here are, are um, I suppose private investigators of a sort and and you know we're this is the weirdest thing we've seen happen in a good long while so definitely trying to get uh get ahead of the curve here you know yeah you you got a smoke um yeah i think Bina would have a whatever whatever we're doing for cigarettes these days we got she's got a she's got a vape pen yeah she's got like a, a like She's got like a couple of vape pens with like some funky uh, flavors or something. I don't know. I'm not this cool. Tina's <laughs> cool. Well, she 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 hold her holds her hand out when when Bina says yeah. She like reaches her hand up. Um. Yeah. B I mean, Bina will take out. I don't know whatever. The va a vape pen of some variety, okay. perhaps. <laughs> she takes a, a couple of a couple of hits on it, and she's like, um, "Yeah, um, yeah." It's not only it's not only Sammy, but you're asking if someone else would know. But like, like Pete and Sammy hung out all all the time, and um, I mean, Pete sometimes sleeps either back behind the, the smoke shop there in the park or over in, in Snow Park. Mostly he sleeps out there behind, the, behind where the smoke is, but he also likes to hit up the, the smoke when it's open at night. But Pete and Sammy like are our best, best buds. I don't know what happened to Pete. I'm a little bit worried about him because like whatever, if, if what Sammy did to those people in the liquor store, I don't know what's happened with Pete, but like him and him and Sammy are, are, are buddies. If anyone knows like what, what did this to Sammy, um, Pete would, would have some sort of idea. But like I said, he sleeps up there, up there on the, the hill, um, in the park behind the, behind where the smoke is. But you can also come back, man, if you want to see Pete, um, I mean, he is a, a pothead, Pete the pothead. Uh, Pete the plug. Yeah, you, you'll get him in the evening around around the smoke. He'll definitely be in there. Um, 100% he'll be in there bugging. Um, bugging the guy whose name I definitely know and remember really <laughs> quickly. Oh, Clark, bugging Clark. Sorry. At, at, this is good. And that vape strong stuff. Yeah, you, you, I, I like this. Can I keep this? All yours. You've really helped me out here. Um, what's what was your name again? I'm Bina. I, I'm Maggie. Nice to meet you, Maggie. Thank you so much. We're really hoping we get to the bottom of this quickly here, and you know, hopefully, hopefully we we turn up Pete and and all's well with him and. We can figure out what's going on with this ruby red and and get you know Sammy back you know back into his normal normal routine because it certainly seems well out of the ordinary what has gone on. 
Yeah, better, 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 better you all than um, than the cops are the the corporations that they're the stooges for buying everything up and forcing people away from from Oakland where we've lived for so long. Bastards. Matt just like sticks a thumbs up around a corner. <laughs> um Yeah, yeah. And and Bina's like, enjoy, enjoy the smoke. Um, I'll see you around, Maggie. Gotcha. See you soon. Um, and I head back to to Matt across the street. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So I see Matt, Marvin, Addison, um, all grouping up back in front of in the smoke over and there. You said there's a bottle of that ruby bread, just like there's there were like two bottles of it mm. in in the alcove sort close bottles open bottles close bottles uh both empty okay uh matt will pick one up okay so reach through it. the bars yeah. grab it and pick one up yeah and it's wine liquor what are we talking about um it's ruby red and it looks like i mean it's sort of a is ruby red a brand name yeah ruby red is a brand name and it's a it's a wine, and, but it's um, a bottle about the size of a beer bottle, mm -hmm. maybe a, like a, a bigger beer bottle, and it's a little bit it's rounded. I almost want to say like a hand grenade sort of shape. Oh, like one of those like yeah, loop and then right, and then it's got the, yeah. the top that uh -huh. spins, but it's sort of a weird design, and then it's got this label that goes around that's ruby red in in all capital letters. Is it shiny? Um. Not yeah, it looks like it's yeah. yeah, and it's a very. I mean, it's a new brand. It's not like uh -huh. a local Oakland brew or whatever. But it's been popping up, you know, like in um, not garages, but Circle K, like convenience yeah. stores and liquor uh -huh. stores and that. Okay. Um. How do I want to ask this? This might be something I have to do later when I get back to my safe house, but would there be a way for like, can Matt like pull up the like message boards that she's on and see if there's like been mentions of this brand, you know, outside of the usual like, or, and, and it like, has, has there been like chatter about this brand? on the the matrix quote unquote yeah reddit to... yeah future reddit <laughs> yeah future reddit ruby um, reddit already reddit <laughs> already reddit um this seems to me sort of like read a bad investigate a mystery yeah. and i guess my question is how are you pulling up the message boards like what's the technology do you Convince me that you could do this here versus having to go back to that. Okay. House. I got my phone here. Okay. I can go on Reddit on my phone. Sure. Matt has a fancy hacker implant phone and okay. has access to special secret message boards okay. and is good at well, I, I'm getting just trying information. to this. Like, is she doing it? Is it all like mentally up here because it's chips implanted in her head that lets her do this 
or is it a device like a phone? I mean, because I'm I just trying to figure out. I think for portable stuff, she uses her implants because it's hard to get devices for big troll fingers. <laughs> um, <laughs> it might be like faster if she had all her tech that she has back in her. But if she's doing like a casual like scan. Of yeah, anything, and I will limit yeah. like your info. Like, yeah, yeah. If it's five G. It takes a little while to load yeah. sometimes. Well, they're up to like seven G now, but it, it's twenty right. well, G. We're on twenty G. You are the expert. Like yeah. an expert can have a van mm -hmm. or a hideout or a place they go back to, yeah. which lets them like mm -hmm. look at other books. So this is just a quick search. But if you want to do um, investigative mystery, oh, yeah. and go ahead and roll for it. And we'll see, you know, what you find on the message board. Finally rolling for something I have pluses yeah. in. Well, I was going to say if there's any other moves that you can do. Oh, but no. <laughs> All right. No remember. service. There's just no, like right here, there's just no service. All what right, is wrong well, with my character? <laughs> she's so cool. She's so cool that she's first level. Well, well no, no, no. She's, gonna, she's just going to level up faster than everybody else. That's I just rolled a two. Oh, my God. I, I get a four. Two. I have plus two to sharp. It gets me to a total of four. A what four, happens a on a four? Is, a four is definitely ah. a failure. Um, on a miss, you reveal some information to the monster, whoever you are talking to. The keeper might ask you some questions which you have to answer. Um, yeah, so... Weird technology. Yeah, I want to know, um, I actually want to know a little bit more, uh, so I'm going to take two questions here. I want to know, first I want to know about your houseboat. Oh, come on. Yeah, no, no, I just want to tell me about the house, though. All right. Um, it's, I'm going to say, how big is this room? Like, um, it's like 12 feet across. 30 by something. It actually, probably this is a great, now that we knocked the wall down, <laughs> it's, it's probably 50 by 100. That would be 500 square feet. Okay. Seems about right because yeah. it's about a third of the whole house. But uh, if it's fifty by a hundred, it would be five thousand square feet. Oh. I don't think it's a hundred feet. Uh, I don't think that room is a hundred. Imagine you're laying on the floor, and how many of you could stretch across from one wall to the one, other? Two, three, four of me that way. So what is that? So call it just in round figures. It's probably a you little know. bit more than maybe like twenty-five feet. Yeah. This way, and then feet. maybe not quite fifty, but it's it's got to be thirty. Thirty, or, yeah. So, so five. All right, yeah. It's a just like a rectangular, like a, like a shack almost with a cool tin roof. Okay. And a a boiler engine in the back, um, a, a little deck around the actual house part, um. The outside is, is very low tech and like, you know, industrial port, uh, you know, blending in. Um, it's got a rocking chair out front. Um, <laughs> the oh, important like stuff uh, is on the inside. You go through a airlock door to keep the moisture out. And then it's just like. So it's like a Chameleon 2000. Yeah, yeah. Chameleon 2000 is like this old beat up car outside and inside, souped on up. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, the main sort of piece 
uh, is on the back wall. It's Matt's uh, sort of like proto cyber deck from her Echo Mirage days. So it's this like big chunky like desk sized uh, machine uh, that you like plug into and is like a clunky old computer, but you know, fancy and high tech. And then along the um, other walls, she has like server banks and monitors and different like generations of cyber decks. Um, For sure, she has like a lot that. of RGB stuff. Yeah. Big RGB yeah. fans. Yeah, all her like bowling plaques. Oh, yeah. Many, many bowling victories. All right, let me go to my, my second question. <laughs> oh, well, so I'm going to add one other question about okay. the houseboat, just a bonus for me. What the heck's its name? Oh, it's called The Fixer's Hope. Oh, perfect. All right, The Fixer's Hope. Now my, now my real second question. <laughs> um, if, there was, if there is a dark secret in Matriarch's past that she would not like another someone else, whether it's the cops, um, a corporation, to know maybe it's about echo mirage like what you know what's mm -hmm. dirt that you would not want to spill um her like hmm her Okay, I know what I'm saying. I can yeah, say this. Yeah, yeah. I know it works. It's not the sewage disaster yeah, of yeah. San Francisco, which I mean, you know, people know about. Yeah, and yeah. yeah but um, the things that were developed as part of the Echo Mirage task force, so like technologies and like softwares that they developed to help them do their job, are like corpse real interested in those, real interested in not other people having them. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of Matt's uh, ex-co-workers have had accidents when it when they tried to like uh, develop stuff based off of uh, the tech that they had gotten during their days. Um, Matt, you know, might have borrowed some stuff from her old job. Um, you know, uh, she's just kind of, kind of trying to keep her whole existence on the down low. Um, okay, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, thank you. I'm glad you rolled before. Uh, Did I get XP for that? I yes, rolled below you a do. six. <laughs> you, do get an XP you do get an XP for that. Absolutely. Just, Hell just for yeah. the the fixer's hope um, and the description of that. But me, so you're not finding anything like, yeah, ruby red. Like you're like, I mean, in, in some ways it's sort of freaky that there's mm -hmm. nothing out there, like no blips about it. Oh, they didn't even do an ad campaign out here. That's weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Can I break into the yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> break into the I mean, I'm just, I'm just gonna like literally just stomp in the skylight and just jump it. Like, like you want to? Oh, yes. Yeah, so you wind up on the third floor. That's um, it. Um, <laughs> no one else from the party knows you're there. Yep. You're on the third floor, and it very much is like 
sort of the, the inside of a mall from, I don't know, 70 years or so ago. Mm -hmm. um, it does very much remind me of like the places that John was describing, you know, in downtown Davis where yeah, yeah. Weird, like it's weird. It's like both a sort of like a strip mall, but like a weird 1950s version of a strip mall where it's, you know, in a very urban area and it's two-sided and now you're inside. And the stores up on the third floor are more like super weird specialty shops, like a furrier, like a fur coat place. And there's an artificial animal skins place. And there's like a, a jeweler, although it's like super barred up, um, but a really small little jewelry, mm -hmm. almost like a, a kiosk that's tucked into mm -hmm. the wall. And then I, I won't describe the second floor. Or, and the first floor was, you know, like restaurants and yeah, yeah, which I saw from the outside. Yeah, like yeah, from the outside. Okay. And then there's a, the stairwell is in the center and, you know, it's not like a super fancy stairwell that just mm -hmm. goes on down like a mall stairwell. Okay. Escalator even. Let's give you two escalators. Two escalators. All right. I'm, I want to try and like sneak around and see what else, see if there's any people in here. Not at six in the morning. The place is not open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, she she's more. She's like she's looking for like. Hat, like it. Not. Hmm. Like, I mean, she's she's looking to see if people have like, snuck in and like made camp or like you know a creature has like. Passed through here, you know, traces of activity right you want to um what move i mean maybe investigate i'm i'm not just telling you no no not really no all right not on the third floor there's nothing yeah. down, I, down to the second down then to the second yeah yeah so a little bit excuse me a little bit more traffic shops um so not quite so esoteric is up on the third floor but um you know really you know it's it's a little bit run down but not more much more so than the rest of Oakland you're not seeing any activity or anything here um and I've heard the t the the shop called the smoke yeah, and that's which is down, down on, on the first floor, which is down really on, where she's what she's most interested yeah, in. Yeah, like trying to figure out go down there and yeah. is there a back way? Yeah, into... can she get in from this side? Into the smoke. Yeah, and um, I love not having fingerprints, yeah. so useful. Metal hands. Amazing. Yeah, I'm wondering a little bit if there's a chance of you having set off an alarm. <laughs> you did break Let's the window. Do you, do you want Let's me to roll an act, act under pressure? Let's do another act under pressure. Let's yeah, go. to see. Yeah. That's actually quite good. I just 
<laughs> toss the dice, man. Uh, and this is act under pressure. That's 12. A 12. Ah, okay. Yeah. Maybe I should stop letting you touch my dice. Rina's <laughs> <laughs> just really good dice. at this job. <sighs> this is what she's built for, man. Yeah. I, I mean, literally. Thanks like, so much for helping. Yeah, so really it's you who's uh who's do getting all this success. Yeah. Really. Um, sure. Yeah, so infiltrated, yeah, on on I'm, the second floor. It's what I'm built for, man. Not a problem. Heading on down to the first floor before we go like into back ways into the smoke or do you find anybody by there? I want to go back out to Marvin and Addison and Matt and yeah. Dina outside. Sounds good. And then we'll I like this. I like this. Crossing paths. Crossing yeah, yeah, yeah. paths. So those of you out front, um, I assume Dina comes and reports the conversation with Maggie. And I assume um, Addison reports the open back door to the yeah, yeah. shopping center. And I also want to, as we're coming around the east side of the building, take a few steps over and see what time the North Beach uh, Sandwiches and Cafe opens. Um, yeah, 7 a.m. Oh, okay. So it's coming up. It's coming up. It's coming up. You guys are like within half an hour. It'll be open. Yeah, and there are starting to be a few more people out, you know, heading off to work and everything here, heading over to the bank and other places that, that are around. Um, what do the four of you out front in front of the smoke want to do? What are you... I know, I know Matt has picked up a bottle of ruby red that was sort of discarded there. Well, there is a door open at the back if we want to go in and snoop around. See what we can see on the inside. Maybe find out the smoke shop has been broken into. Marvin's going to go in the back. <laughs> All right, the four of you trooping around to the back then? Sure. There, there is a way in. Um, you go in, and there is definitely someone else inside. No, there's not. What? There's broken glass on the floor. Somebody's inside oh, here. Broke the skylight. Up in the third floor. <laughs> there is definitely someone else inside, though. In the mm -hmm. room? Um, oh, no. You, so you've gone around the back. You're like in this mall area. Yeah. And the smoke, um, like a number of the shops, like all the shops on the front, have a door that open into the internal area of the mall, but they also open out onto the street. Yeah. And this area, it's. Um, it's more like corridors as opposed yeah. to like this wide open mall area. Um, you know how you get into the the Avid Reader? Like there are oh, where the bathroom is. The There's Reader. that like little yeah, yeah, little yeah. alley. It's yeah. not like yeah. an hallway back there. It feels like an alleyway. It's just like a little, literally, just like a little concrete yeah, yeah, but hallway. Like, 
the person that we know is in here with us, are they like, can we see them? You, so you've opened up the door and you have this sense, maybe you just have a like feeling. a footfall or something, but you're like, there's someone else in here. Got my Glock out. All right, cool. Well, it's not a Glock, it's a Magnum, whatever. <laughs> All right, well, let's be precise. Make, make sure you have the things that you, that you want out. Um, so Magnum pulled out. Um, Addison, Marvin, Bina pulling any weapons out? Um, no. I'll even bring weapons. Uh, I have my baseball bat. Baseball bat out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Since clearly we're the we're the muscle here. <laughs> um, Prima, you hear four other people coming in. And you may even hear a gun being Dang it. cocked, loaded. I, <laughs> what's a magnum do when you get ready to shoot it? Well, I have I'm an, I have a, a nine millimeter out, and then I have my video, my tiny video recording device, like in my other hand, like crossing. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, amazing. Yeah. So, oh, and Prima, you've now gotten to the back of the spoke. Yeah. And in fact, like inside, there's another sort of little alcove, and even the, I mean, there are security bars. Like a lot of these shops have security bars on the inside. Mm -hmm as well as the outside. So in case someone gets into this more sort of corridor yeah, area, yeah. like they're secure from the back as well. Mm -hmm. um, and you're aware of two things right now. One, there is a person sleeping in the alcove by where the, the smoke shop is. Mm -hmm. um, and he's like huddled down, like with his head between his arms and he's definitely holding a bottle of something like this. And his arms do look, Hairier than right. your normal guy, but maybe he's mm -hmm. just a really hairy. No, I, 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 she doesn't think she's, um, this is the guy. But in addition to that, you're also aware of these four other people that are coming in a hundred, two hundred feet away. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, am I in the shop or not in the shop? I'm no, like you're outside. outside. So the, yeah, so the shop is closed up with security bars, both on like the inside area that opens to the corridor okay. and the and the front area. I want to see what he's got in his hand. It's a bottle of ruby red. Okay, I mean that Hannah knows that Prima. Yeah, so Prima is so. taking a second to do that. Um, the rest of you, you see. Would you like to describe what they see? Sure. Yeah. Um, Let's see, how tall is like a 16-year-old? I guess RJ's 16, but she's probably Depends. taller than RJ. You gotta just, a, she's yeah, like a 16-year-old. I know when- She's like five foot, pretty scrawny, um, wearing like a kind of a beat up leather type jacket, but the sleeves are kind of like brought, like rolled up, I guess, in some fashion. It's kind of weird. Um, her arms are kind of shiny, um, but other than, she looks more or less like a normal teenager. Um, and I guess she's not looking at you guys right now, but, uh, if she were to look at you guys, she would have, uh, 
not really a face, but um, just sort of this weird silvery liquid mass um, with two uh, dark eye slits or depending, depending on how she's looking at you, probably currently, let's see, what, what would her current facial expression be? I don't know. Well, and she may not have one because she doesn't have to have one. She's like looking at this person yeah. quizzically and maybe you catch like the mirror of, you know, the yeah, silver, kind of the shiny, shiny face there. Um, also, you see at her feet, clearly the body of a person, although, it, you know, he hasn't been, well, you can't tell for sure if he's been knocked down by this teenager or not, although it does look like someone who has just passed out after a, a bender of an evening. Yeah. Oh, and she's got, she's got like ginger reddish hair. It's the ghost girl. It's the ghost girl. I don't know. What? So what would the four of you like to do? Well, that's, that's Addison blurts that out because we've met. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, ghost. She's gonna try. She's gonna try and grab the bottle. I think. Ina goes ghost. <laughs> ghost. So do an act under pressure. Okay. Yeah, do another uh, act under pressure. Under well, you yeah, you're you're grabbing the bottle. Yeah, she's gonna try and grab the bottle and go back. Up oh, and run. And run. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh. Um. So Addison's got it's the ghost under pressure. Girl. That's a ten. She grabs that bottle. Um, okay, so the, the figure that you see with the quicksilver face grabs the bottle and like burst away. The guy who's laying there is like, oh, tries to like grab it, struggling after. And he like looks up and he sees the four of you. And he's like, he's got this, this big beard, Sorry, guys. these super bloodshot eyes. And he like lurches forward and he's like, um, what would the four of you like to do? Bina's Bean, gonna, gonna shout Sammy and see if Ooh. that elicits a response. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, Sammy took my bet. He's running and um, he is actually, Bina, your kindness in saying something. He launches himself towards you and his hands, I mean, they're fingers, but they're like nails that haven't been cut. He grabs Again, can I shoot around him? the neck and in a second, and he like <laughs> slams you down onto the ground. Vina, you fall and you take two harm um, from the attack with the claws. And he's like, okay. And it... uh, so matriarch, go ahead. Okay, I shoot him. Um, so kick some ass. Uh, okay, roll, roll some dice that with a gun. Do that. Yeah, kick some ass. Shoot some ass with a gun, kick and we'll see ass. your roll plus tough, and then we then you do. Can I roll the, plus gun? No, just plus <laughs> tough. Okay, that's an eight total. Okay. Um, and my magnum does three harm. Okay, nice. So here's how we do combat here. And eight, 
is on the is in the middle. So on any success, total of seven arm the war, you and whatever you're fighting inflict harm on each other. The amount of harm is based on the established dangers in the game. That usually means you inflict the harm rating of your weapon and your enemy inflicts their attacks harm rating on you. So you shoot, what's the, what's the Magnum's harm? Three. Three. So you shoot, um, it like, you hit him. I mean, three harm for most people would knock them near death. It, I mean, it hits him, but not the way that would put somebody down. He turns and he slashes you like across the face. Um, that's too harm from his claws. Okay. Ouch. And Addison, Marvin? Marvin would also at this point have tried to shoot him. Um, okay, go ahead and roll, kick some ass. That is nine. A nine. Okay, same thing. How much damage would you do? Two harm. Two harm. Two harm. Um Again, it, like you're shooting from the other side. If she hit him on the right side, you hit him in the left shoulder. Um, it like staggers him back a little bit, but like shot in the one side and then the other, he should be laid out. Um, these aren't hurting him right. He's now facing you and he like grabs the claws into you and he bites you on the shoulder for two harm. So is this, I mean, not being familiar with the system, is this normally how it would go that, I mean, is, is he acting like super fast or? So when you do, when you do a kick some ass, um, when you roll in the seven to nine, you both inflict harm on each other. Right. But if you, if you're ganged up on somebody, they become more powerful or, or is this a depiction of his normal power level that he can just, ah, you know, thrash about and, and hit everybody. I'm not clear what's happening. So depending on how you roll, if you roll really low, you don't do any damage. The monster does damage to you. Sure. If you roll really high, you do damage, but the monster can't hit you. So the thing is, it's not, so the monster doesn't have like its own turn normally. Like the surprise okay. thing doesn't usually happen, but the monster doesn't get to do its, like they don't get to roll kick some ass. Okay. We roll kick some ass and then it damages us if we don't roll well enough, more or less. I see. But what if, I mean, hypothetically, three people with pistols are in a semicircle around a single target. Somehow that one target is like dashing to each of them in turn as they're shooting at it or something. I mean, yeah, it depends on the, the range of the creatures like weapons. So if you right. have a like if you're in a certain proximity, it will definitely damage you. But I guess, I mean, I don't know, Dad, if or, like, like if you're on a roof and they're on the ground and you're just shooting at them, uh, well, yeah, so, like a sniper, right, right, right. The, so the sniper gets hit for two yeah, damage okay, because okay. why? It's, it's limited by 
the range of the attack. So um, right. this creature's attacks are um, too harm, hand, messy. It has to be in hand-to-hand -hand combat. So if you all were far away shooting at it, even if you missed, it wouldn't be, because it, it has to be in hand combat. But it's like right there in the center of the group, and it's like pop, 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 pop. And it's okay. all, you know, spinning like this. But it's not, kick some ass combat is not like D&D &D where it's, there are four players and a monster and it's turn, 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 turn. Right. Well, that's that's part of what I was not clear about of like, is this thing incredibly fast and that's part of the threat or, you know, but just so what's, what's happening? Happen yeah, yeah. What's happening here, part of the threat is you have shot it twice normally five harm would lay something out like completely so there is something even with it doing damage right. like normally with what matt did three harm would have if not killed it would have definitely hurt it even if it had slashed her across the face what's weird right, right. here is that it's done knocked Bina down to harm, shot struck, shot, you know, has reacted. And it's pretty much, I know Lillian has a question, but it's pretty much Addison, John, like what Addison wants to do would be, is sort of the next turn or step of action here. Right, um, right, right. But I guess we should let Lillian ask her question. No, I think Addison should go, but then I want to use one of my like special Moves. Yeah, your moves. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's my turn. Is that where we've landed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fundamentally um, turn here, and you have just seen this thing be shot by a magnum, be shot by a nine millimeter, and continue to. I'm not sure what to do. I was thinking if there was like a, you said there was like a jewelry kiosk or something of the sort. That's upstairs. Yeah, that's oh, up on that the upstairs? third floor though. Yeah, I can't that's reach quite that way. far. <laughs> is there, is there like a fire extinguisher or something of the sort that I could We grab? also, my, my thing might also give us more clarity about what to do. So if, you know so yeah i don't mind if you don't, if I mean, you don't, I don't have really a clear have... idea then maybe it helps for me to do my thing and then we have a little more information on how yeah. to yeah um, i think Dina makes sense but to answer your question um addison does see a fire extinguisher it's you know break glass in case of emergency <laughs> right 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 um sorry oh go ahead oh no you should go andrew oh okay carl so i have a um occult confidential so the first time i see the mystery or the first time in the mystery that i observe a monster minion or phenomenon in action i get to ask one question from the investigative mystery list does this person that we're encountering count as a monster what is what was the monster so, minion or phenomenon in action sure ask a question what can hurt it Ooh, going straight for the money. Yeah, that's why yeah. I was going for the, the jewelry kiosk of like try out the silver, see if there's something that would 
weaken it. Yeah. So I mean, think werewolf. Um, yeah, well, and I'm going to, because it's an, an ability of the, of the gumshoe, um, I'm going to add a little bit to the silver or what else besides silver hurts werewolves? Magic. Bing, 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 bing. Magic. So. All out of magic. Yeah. All out of magic. Um, so Marvin, you're like, pop, pop, pop. Oh, this, there's a reason this isn't hurting it. Werewolves are only hurt by magic. Um, Lillian, Bina is dying to do something. Bina is dying to do something. I would like to use my monster empathy ability, um, which lets me ask some questions depending on how I roll. Okay, yeah, let's do it. And is this an investigative mystery for empathy or? Uh, no, it's three step non, not, they're about the monster. It's, oh, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what they got. Um, but that is a 10 total. Um, okay, so that's a, cool. that's a super success. Yeah, so I get to ask two questions. I'm going to tell you what all three of the my option questions uh -huh. are, and then I'll tell you what I ask. But cool. my options that I'm choosing from are, what does it most desire? What would it accept as good enough for now? What would distract it? Ooh. Um, Those are great questions. Yeah, and I think, um, I think I'd like to do the first and last one. So what does it most desire and what would distract it? Um ruby red it wants what i've got um that half a bottle um and what would most distract it <laughs> i almost have the same answer more ruby red um i suppose there could be other things around here that would distract it clearly ruby red is the first answer mm -hmm. although it was clearly asleep he or it was clearly asleep like near the smoke shop so maybe it was trying to get in there um but probably the obvious answer to your two questions is ruby red okay cool um and i think you know like um someone needs yeah, to catch up with me yeah, I don't know. Bina is gonna like like shout this out or something. Like she's gonna be sort of lying there and, and like it wants it it wants the ruby red. It wants more of that drink. Um, did did that other person run off with it? Like is is there some around here? And is that is that person close enough to hear Bina shouting? And I mean, I'm just at the end of the hall. Like, I, yeah, you're at the end of the hall. Like, I'm getting ready to go up the go escalator. Up the, yeah, head up the escalator. Which I think at just this moment, I guess it's the escalators turn. click on. Like, it's been quiet before, and now all like it's about seven a.m. and like literally at this second, the escalators start running. Mm. 
So I have a creature action coming up, but I want Prima to be able to respond. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. Addison, I know you've sort of been standing there looking. So it feels to me like Addison also could take an action before I would have the creature do something. Um, but also anyone else, if you really have a quick action you want to do, you could. But I, I do have maybe a thing that it would do. Okay. I, I, you know, you know, I... I, I think I know what I'm gonna do. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stand at the end of the hallway right by the escalator and I've got this bottle. Can I I wanna like look at it? How much is like in here? It's about half. She's gonna like shake the bottle and be like, hey Harry, come get it. <laughs> <laughs> he like turns and he's like, Ugh, and he like pushes off of Vina and runs towards you. <laughs> All right. Um, the rest of you see. Um, I'm going to ask you to act under pressure. Yeah. Um, because I'm assuming you're trying to get out the out of the skylight before he catches you. Yep. Yeah, that seems like an act under pressure. Uh. uh, uh that's an eight. Uh, this is the first time I'm not like absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. So taking it this eight. episode. Burn, burn a point of luck and make it a twelve, right? No, I'm not. I'm not. No, no, no. All right. We're uh, not. We're not there. Give you yet. a worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. So you're booking it up. The rest of you can see this. Um, she's running from it. It is, I mean, she's fast. It is faster. It looks like it's gonna catch her like roughly near the top of the escalator on on the third floor. Um, do any of you want to? do something that might mitigate that before I give a worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. Can I shoot it again? Sure, absolutely. <laughs> um, kick some ass. Okay, that's a nine. A nine. Okay, but, still in that seven to nine range. You said it was like running after her, right? Um, yes. So it's not far away from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you hit it again. Um, it's not close to you, so it's not going to inflict harm back, but you're like, damn, more magnum slugs into it and it's still up there. So you hear the pop of a magnum again. Um, any other actions? I think it's going to catch you. Like she's up on the third floor and for whatever reason, she doesn't keep running. She like jumps towards the ceiling, gets one hand on the ceiling and is starting to pull herself up, is holding the thing and it grabs her to harm and pulls her down. Wow. So she like is on the ground um and i don't know if the two harm is from it grabbing you or yeah one way or another onto the ground one two harm ouch can i kick some ass back um <laughs> unless anybody else has something they want to do like immediately as it yeah, yeah, yeah. So like... I'm sort of feeling like Addison, Dina, Marvin, or well, Matt, you, you shot, but Addison, Dina, Marvin, this do would you want to do anything? Again, right, because right? it's, 
it's going uh, yeah. like you're seeing this chase, mm-hmm. which is but, going yeah. up two flights of stairs. They could have acted it yeah, that yeah, time that, before you sure, do sure. the kick some ass. Yeah, yeah. Back and you obviously didn't react while it was running while we were having the escalator chase, but now you know you could position yourself around the mall. I don't know what what would the three of you like to have done. Uh, I'm going to look and see if there's a nearby jewelry store. Okay. Uh, third floor, there was a jewelry kiosk. So yeah, uh, third floor, there is a, a jewelry store. Can, uh, mm, hmm. Um, is there like anything that like I know Prima has some of the ruby red, but is there like another store here that might carry it? Uh, or that that would you know that would carry alcohol. The smoke shop might have some. Um, there is actually the southwest corner of the building is a um, is sort of a convenience store type of thing, like a bodega. Mm-hmm. And bodega. they probably have some. I mean, like I said, every liquor store, garage. Um, Garage sale. Garage it definitely stuck on this um, garage sale. I don't know what to call a gas station anymore. Um, oh, I mean, I would say I I would say convenience store covers like a gas station yeah. store. Yeah. So I mean, it's like a bodega in the southwest corner. Yeah. They probably have some. Um, are they open yet or no? Yeah, seven a.m. Um, they've opened. Um, okay, I, then I want to go there and ask if they have not too many like it's just things are just opening up, probably the people have arrived at the bodega and they're now maybe they're even beginning to reclose the security <laughs> gate like, now that there are shots going off and a hairy man is attacking people. Um, but Lillian what was Bina doing. Um, Bina was going to go to the convenience store and see if she could procure um another bottle of the ruby red okay i'm gonna ask you to do a manipulate someone because they are indeed closing the um you know the security thing since there's gunfire going on here and cool um the baseball bat is showing up and asking them for alcohol I'll pay for it. <laughs> oh no, oh I dropped. Oh no. Okay. Well, I dropped one of them and one of them is a one. So I don't know how promising this is looking, but but let's hey, hey, see. Hey, you always turn up a six. A lot of people are getting lots of experience today. You all are failing <laughs> everything. Um No, that's a five. Um but yeah, they close the gate. Um, the person or no. yeah, they close and with a, a five lock the gate. Um, 
John, did Addison want to do anything with that fire extinguisher? Um, well, then the creature ran away, so it's not like I need to defend the people with the guns with the fire extinguisher. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to like review stuff on my character sheet and review what all the skills do. Like, I feel like there must be something I can do to sort of either fix you know help help the situation or get some more insight or something but i'm not really landing on anything that is particularly productive andrew um anything before we have hannah and prima kick some ass oh you know what i just remember <laughs> this is this is stupid of me I forgot I have a bola pistol that restrains targets. Mm. I should maybe try that. Okay. At the risk of of detaining or uh, restraining Prima by accident. Yeah. Uh, so it's just a tough check. Yeah. So it's a it's a kick some ass, and so it's a roll modified by your tough. Uh, I got a six total. All right, so, so on a miss, yeah, on a miss, you get your ass kicked instead. Um, I was going to say, I'm going to burn a point of luck and make it a 12. Um, okay. There you go. Good use of luck. Um, so a 12 is you completely hold the advantage. All hunters involved get a plus one or you suffer no harm. Your attack inflicts double the normal harm. Your attack drives the enemy away. I suppose the plus one for everybody makes the most sense out of that. Oh, you gotta look at what, what spending luck does for the for the flight. Oh yeah, there's that too. Yep. Oh, you mean what the yeah. what the causes of it are? Well, or yeah, yeah. What, what the, happens the because of it? Well, it's pick an aspect of the current situation, and I'm guessing is that that's more than just the fact that we're fighting this thing, right? It's like the whole situation, or just the fact that we're. Ooh, that's kind of that's kind of an interesting. I like the the flake special. That's very neat. I love the where, different things. Where is this on? It's just on underneath luck. It says flake special. When you spend a point of luck, pick an aspect of the current situation. The keeper will tell you what other conspiracies that aspect connects to. Ooh. So you get to connect extra dots. It's kind of sounds kind of neat. But I don't know what an aspect of the current situation entails. Is that uh well we have to make it up. Yeah. So change your role. I mean the scope of it. Well. I don't... Right. Yeah. So hold on. Let me let me just read this, make sure we're doing it right. You can mark off the luck box to either change a roll you just made to a 12, as if you had rolled that, or change a wound you have just taken to count as zero harm, no matter how bad it was. Um, so you're, you're changing it to your roll being a 12. Right. And then, Hannah, I'm not seeing the It's literally special. right under luck. It's just, it's just it's on every, the, on the so Dad, literally playbook. where it says luck on the playbook, where it says luck, 
It's literally just that little thing, the little blurb underneath where yep, you mark the boxes. Here in the book, you can okay, mark off a box. I mean, that's what I just read. On the flakes yeah, thing? On the but flakes. Luck, luck was introduced in Tome of Mysteries. You may need to look in there. No, no. Luck no, is, no. Luck is everything. Luck is in the original. It's not introduced Let's in Tome see. of Mysteries. I thought there was something that was introduced. I saw the reference that was. Yeah, no, no. Luck is, luck is in the original is in the original book top of page 54 is where it explains the the flakes luck yeah the book doesn't have a special thing for luck yeah no it does because it has it it's on, on it's on it's the on, sheet yes, that we're using it's on the care like on the character sheets that you get which is interesting that it doesn't have it on in here yeah if you enlarge my feed you can see what it is I mean, I, I it's just on the downloadable on the, thing on the downloadable thing um but in case so we'll do the i can do the interconnecting thing that's that is not not a problem um when you spend when you spend luck your it traits it takes the roll and instead of a six it moves it up to a 12. so you've spent that luck my question is it sounded like out of those choices, it feels like the most appropriate thing to do right here is, well, actually, you know what? I'm gonna let you choose. I was thinking on one level, you shoot at it and like it gets freaked out by the bowl of being shot at it. It grabs the bottle of ruby red, hops through the skylight and escapes and it's out of here. But you did roll a 12 if you want to restrain it right up there and have it restrained in the bola and sort of fall down next to um, Prima, you could do that instead of having it escape. It just depends on what you want to do. Pretty much with a 12, you're kicking some ass. So it's your bola pistol and you can have it scare the monster away. So this pretty yeah. powerful thing is is gone and you all can figure out like what's happening with this or you can restrain it and then figure it out. It's sort of up to you how how do you want your attack to have gone? Well, I guess I would like to do the effect of the weapon and restrain it. And and I, I mean like I'm picturing it as being far away from me, so I'm not sure how it would harm me. But if I, if I evoke the, uh, for a twelve or greater, the suffer no harm, then maybe Prima doesn't suffer any harm from it being near her. Yeah, that that's fine. The, yeah, yeah it, it is. You you've now shot from the first floor to the third floor. Um, so should I undo you, the? You've wrapped it up. Do what? Do I undo the two harm that I got? Or... No, no, no. Okay. It, it pulled you down. You got that two okay, harm that's, a while that's ago. Chill. This is the sort of the next moment. Like it is over you. It's wrestled it away. It's pulling it away. It's, it's trying to take this bola, yeah. and the bola like wraps. I'm gonna say the bola wraps. You want its arms or its legs wrapped, John? Um. I don't want it to get away, so I think the legs. legs. Are okay, yeah, so its for. legs are wrapped, and it falls on the ground next to you, Prima. Um, and it's fallen there. It's holding the ruby red, but its left hand is free, and its face—I mean, it's—it's it's human. It's not 
like a full werewolf, but like he was a beard, mm -hmm. the fairly hairy guy anyways, maybe a little bit hairier, but like mm -hmm. it's almost, it, it's less like a transformation into a werewolf and more like a transformation into madness. Mm -hmm. And like superhuman strength from from whatever it is yeah whatever it is uh and you're now face to face so you're like lying on the ground and it's now falling down next to you and right. it's holding the ruby red and it's got its left hand so I want, yeah yeah you, i was gonna say i pretty much you first i still want to be holding on to the ruby red as well if i can be okay, um enough. and then i want to kick some ass i want to just i'm gonna shink get my weird claws out and just bash him in the head. Okay, go ahead, roll and kick your ass. So question, if I have, if I use my, uh, I use weird for kick some ass instead of tough. Mm -hmm. I, but I guess it doesn't count as a magical attack still. Ooh, uh, that's not so great. Uh, hey, welcome to the club. <laughs> uh, mm, it's only a six. Um, yeah, you burn That's a lot. Mm, nah, yet. I'd like to get hurt. That would be fun. Um, <laughs> in the club. So, yeah, you strike at it with your. But I'm claw. trying to hold on to the bottle as well, so yeah, it's like really it's not a very effective strike. He like blocks it and then rakes you with with the with the claw. So two two more harm. So you're actually. I'm in. I'm. I am under. Yeah. I'm like out of the fight at this yeah, point you're like injured um yeah bleeding as a cyborg sort of laying there but still those of you down on the first floor can see this thing it has certainly hurt the ghost girl that's up there it's its legs are restrained but it's like now pulling itself along the ground away from Slowly. the um the inert body of the ghost girl what would the four of you like to do? Call an ambulance. Call all the ambulances. Yeah. Okay, Addison calls an ambulance. Uh, uh, that will like help get Bina up if she hasn't gone up. Or no, you got up and like yeah, she got I, up yeah, yeah. yeah. I got up and like you're fine. You're fine. Sorry. Ran. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely like I got hurt, but yeah. I'm, I'm hurt extremely um well and and andrew was going to the jewelry store so maybe we have um yeah so um marvin is up on the third floor at the jewelry store this thing is crawling away from um prima who is on the floor marvin 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 <laughs> I'm shopping, buying stuff. Um, yeah. Price com comparing so the, prices. The jewelry store is still closed. No. Yeah, 7 a.m. Hmm. Well, I can't break in. No. Gotta what time? What, what time does the jewelry store open? 10 a.m. You just have to hold the creature for three hours, and then we can... <laughs> Um, okay, so I'm going to look around and see, do I see like a coin or 
what is it like a like a coin shop or some kind of other metal type or a pawn shop? Um, yes and yes. There is both a coin. So there is a coin shop on the third floor, esoteric shops, and a pawn shop down on the first floor. I cut it down with the pawn shop in the beginning. Uh, we go down to the pawn shop, still closed. All right. So you said the uh, so you said the uh, the coin shop was like an esoteric shop. Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost all the shops on the third floor are weird, not highly trafficked shops. Fantastic, excellent. Is it open? No, it is seven a.m. Nothing <laughs> is opened except the bodega, which is now closed. Damn my code. <laughs> So, and then also we're getting close to the end of the session. I'm gonna go ahead and use the, the keeper's privilege to say that this thing like untwines the bola and hops out the roof and ah! it's gone. You all, we're gonna answer the four questions, see experience. Oh, wait, there's a thing that I and, would like to try and do um, before we try to and maybe session. yeah 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 talk a little bit about things but yeah go ahead uh i just have a, a quick move that i would like to make yeah. uh so that i'm not hopefully not dying anymore um i want to use my unquenchable vitality to roll plus cool um to see if i can heal my injuries okay go ahead uh, mm -hmm. come on please oh yeah easy money yeah, that's a, oh wait, six plus five is 11. That's a 13 total. Um, So I get to heal two harm on a 10 plus. Okay, so then you're now only down two harm. So those of yeah. you, um, Marvin, who's up on the third floor and the rest of you, I assume you're like running up to see what happened to the ghost girl. She's like, you see her wounds like mending. Oh, oh no, no, no. It's, no. She, is, she is like curled up on the floor and she's like, Op like opened up her arm and has like a little like blowtorch tool multi-tool thing in her in her thing and she's like curled up on the ground and she's like like she's squatting and she's like she she sounds not happy like she is like seething like uh. it's not fun for her to heal her injuries it hurts but she's got she's like oh i can't believe we got away god <laughs> All right, so the group has now gathered on the third floor of the um, of the, the workspace mall here. And you've now met the ghost girl who some of you, Addison, had <laughs> met before. You've now met certainly something that seems to be the werewolf. And um, discovered at least that ma that bullets don't hurt it. Um, should we ask the four concluding questions? You can tell me experience that people have gotten. Remember, every time you failed, so not a seven to nine, but a six or lower roll, you've gotten a point of experience. And then you'll also get Ooh. points of experience depending on what we've answered. I don't think anybody is going to level up yet, 
but maybe. I was going to yeah. say, yeah, let's see I don't our know questions. about you, but I'm pretty close. Yeah. So right. here's okay. a question. I rolled a six or less, but then I used luck to flip still get it. the experience. Does that still count? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. I, I remember. Yeah. Because we have done this before. Okay. You still get the experience because you still technically missed, but you also had to burn a point of luck. So right. it kind of balances out. You still get the experience, but at a cost. Okay. So we'll, we, we will certainly do that as a yes for now. I might try to look in the rules and find I'm, I'm quite that. certain of okay. it. Okay. I, 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 am, I am not doubting you. I, and I know, I think we have done that before. I yes. just don't know off the top of my head for yeah. sure That's, it's all good you can you can double check if you would okay. like so let's do our let's do our answers to the questions did we conclude the current mystery no hell no um did we save someone from certain death or worse I don't know. ourselves <laughs> well if there was with the whole running away thing i don't know i mean people weren't super badly hurt so i don't think it really was saving people but well i mean in some ways i would think addison could argue that he saved yeah. you second I mean, time second time yeah <laughs> i mean that's so that to me is like a 0.5 out of one yeah. <laughs> there so maybe did we learn something new and important about the world yeah yes all right what about was ruby, red. ruby red what did you learn about ruby red it's a mysterious it's substance and it's not on the internet <laughs> yeah we don't like it there's no fact but the it. werewolf likes it the monster likes the it turns it turns people into monsters. We learned that Matt needs a new internet. New <laughs> <laughs> service provider. Uh, yeah, stop relying on you were on the hot boys chicken for everything. Damn it, Comcast is still around and it still sucks. <laughs> Uh, uh, right. that's, that's either a full one <laughs> I, I that's probably a full that's one. a whole yeah. one yeah all right one. did we learn so you have 1.5 did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters we learned so much about my cool boat oh we did <laughs> i wrote it down the fixer's yeah. hope and you know the most important thing was the rocking chair yes. on the front yeah, yeah. Um, that's well we all met prima all the all the hunters who had not yeah. Met yeah. Prima, met Prima. And I'm not a ghost. <laughs> Shocking. But you might be a ghost. We just don't know. I, I mean, mean, Bina knows because she knows so. what a real ghost is like. <laughs> you know. All right. So here's the hard point. If you get one or two answers, yes, each hunter marks one experience. If you get three or four, each hunter marks two. I've got like 2.5. But you know, we marked one do... and a half. Round up, round up. Uh, no, so we're going to do... <laughs> We're going to do three, which is two experience points. The reason we're going to do that is in part because of kick some ass and the, and the combat and the amount of harm that the monster did. But that's also, I think, like experience as players, like the game mechanics of this don't work the way that D&D &D works. Like when you kick some ass, you, I mean... You, you open yourself only, up. Right. You shouldn't only attack yeah, yeah. can succeed, but 
when you, yeah, what Hannah said is absolutely right. When you try to kick some ass, you open yourself up to harm and six or lower, you get harm. The monster doesn't get harm. Seven to nine, you both get harm. And I mean, my sense is like, especially when it's new monster, you're often likely taking harm and it takes a while to figure out what they're vulnerable like understanding their weaknesses mm -hmm. is a huge part of the game part of it is you have to learn mm -hmm. those and it, i mean in some ways the only way to learn those is to take you just want to yeah you just have to try right minimize so to me two experience points for this session is fair it's a little bit fuzzy in terms of the question but I think sort of metagaming for the players, like the first bit of combat here, that makes me feel very confident. Like these characters deserve two experience points for the session for tonight. Yay. So, um, and then you level up after five, five. experience points. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, you all can tell me if anybody has leveled up and we can do the Yay. mechanics of that next time or you can look at the mechanics you can pretty much figure that out oh your i know playbook. how to do mine well, of course all right so i got prima leveling up i've got matt leveling up did anybody else level up do you have five xp so that's no for addison no for um bina and, and no for marvin yeah i have four so yeah, close. I have four oh, also. So close, so. Didn't fail enough. Damn. We're just the we're just the best at failing. This is the failure house. Yeah. Hey, I think fail you guys club. Have just made more rolls, also. Yeah. Um, damage is a real thing. Remember, when you get above um three damage is it then you yeah. start to become like unstable mm -hmm. um i mean like you're injured and need to go to the hospital so you heal like one to three you're okay four five six seven you're yeah i was very not a, i was really dying. not very okay today right so you're you're down you've been down i'm now two. down now i'm now i'm back to two, two yeah yeah um, Matt, are you damaged? I took two. two. You took two. Vina, you took two. Marvin took two. Marvin took two, and Addison did not get damaged. I want to look really quickly. Healing, page 111. We have health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> so it says one to three harm wounds improve when you receive first aid and later when you rest heal one when you do yeah so when your hunter has a chance to rest up a decent night's sleep or get some first aid this reduces injury harm by one mm. yeah so, and you don't need to and four plus harm requires treatment um hannah you had prima do her own yeah, treatment. So she is her own treatment. We could we'll we'll start next time up here on the third floor. Um 
you all could probably convince me that some bandaging and treatment, maybe resting the day and looking up info could have you guys heal up. Um, but I, it, it feels to me like it, like if you're immediately rushing off to do something during the day that's going to be physical and you're, you know, exerting yourself, you might still be doing that with two harms. So four of you are pretty battered up. Like you're not going to the hospital, but you You've are been definitely injured. bruised from these assaults. Go to Rite Aid. Yeah, definitely go to Rite Aid. And I mean, you got to remember this thing killed four people. So in the playbooks, like you're the flake or you're the gumshoe or you're an ex, like we're tougher than the yeah, average bean. Average people probably would have been slain by this thing up here. So you definitely have one werewolf running around downtown Oakland drinking up ruby red, liking ruby red, whatever its connection is to this drink and now your goal is to figure out yeah how to catch slash murder it yeah how do you stop it um, I think, I think where, wherever we're going next we need to stop on the way and get a, a bottle or two of ruby red and figure this thing out yeah. you'll have to see if someone can manipulate the people in the bodega to actually open it not be <laughs> That maybe maybe once the ambulances are there and the authorities and whatever they may be willing to uh, that's right you do have ambulances not for not no. for not for prima ghost no, girl she, going. she can't no no she is a <laughs> secret piece of big court property Matt, she can't when, go to a hospital and we'll see you at the uh the world famous hot boys chicken <laughs> Later today. I think that is the perfect line to end on. We'll see you at the world famous Hot Boys Chicken. I love it. Delicious. Presumably. Presumably. It's world famous. We yeah, but we don't know what for. You know, it's world famous <laughs> because it makes you sick every time you have it. It's it's actually just for the website. That's what they're world famous for. Website. Their website I design is world famous. Yep. Nah. I buy that. <laughs> hey guys, we are at the end of the episode here. And, what do you guys think? Uh, yeah, no, no. I almost uh, killed a few folks off. Ooh. I mean, that was some pretty. Um, interesting butt kicking there yep well uh that that's kind of how it goes in in monster of the week it's not uh it's not as simple as uh D, &D sometimes oh, the the alternations and the, and the monsters actually it was interesting because i think it worked both i mean the story was great and the climax of the werewolf jumping out of the the oh, skylight i can't then believe he after, got away yeah was was good but also like the explanations of the um the game mechanics that john was asking about like what what we're, we're attacking and it's damaging and then we're attacking and it's damaging us but yep. that's that is the the mechanics of that's monster how, of the week that's how it goes in monster of the week yeah but i do have to say i mean i i think like story-wise sometimes 
with our our playing time it it's not always right but this is sort of a a knife edge like i could almost yeah you know, i feel like every ending with monster of the week you're just like what's going to happen next <laughs> it does sort of linger like that it's a mystery all right well um Unfortunately, you're going to have to wait at least two weeks here to get the next episode of Monster of the Week. Oh, no. So sad. We are taking a little bit of a pause, but thank you for listening to House Rules um, Gaming Collaborative, all of our fun podcasts that we produce, particularly um, Nikto 2123 as we dive into um, playing Monster of the Week. But we will have episode five for you in a couple of weeks um keep listening and until then be well yeah let the mystery unfold